previously on Movie Du Who. You are the middle child, aren't you? Middle child? Don't you mean Marsha Brady's little sister? Oh my god, we're gonna die. We're gonna die. God damn it. Tom Hansen, DEA, on your knees. What the fuck? Now! I was just wondering, if Roy is really Mom's husband, does that mean... We're not brother and sister? Spit fuck the captain's daughter! Spit fuck the captain's daughter! Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Movie Deja Vu, the podcast that answers the question, didn't I see this somewhere, from two movie aficionados. My name is Jan Shady, and with me, as always, is 22 John Street. Yes! <laughs> um, 22? <laughs> I kind of hate that joke, but I love it. <laughs> um, uh, quick recap, this is episode two of a two-parter. If you haven't caught on yet, go listen to the episode before this one. Last week's episode, uh, yeah. as others will call it, yeah. where we kind of just, we introduced the movies and we talked about our preferences in comedy, which is, now that I'm thinking about it, kind of hilarious because when I was talking about my opinions on the Metacritic, on the scores, mm-hmm. you were like, comedy subjective. Well, <laughs> we had our opinions on comedy <laughs> last week sure about did. the movies. Definitely go have a listen again or refresh and like refresh yourself from our beautiful voices. <laughs> Give us those sweet, sweet downloads. Yes, we want the downloads and the <laughs> likes and the subscribes and the the comments and the rates and the stuff. All of the above. What do the kids say on the YouTubes and the other we, podcasts? And we like want We want the engagement. We want the engagement. <laughs> Put a ring on it, goddammit. All right, Shady, so last week we kind of did our growing trend of talking more about the films and the like genre of film. So let's let's talk about the movies themselves. You want to do the firsts and then the seconds and then maybe like cross multiply and divide yes. and re- reduce, reuse, recycle and yes. with your powers combined, I am Captain Planet. <laughs> yes, let's do that. I have as a comparison for the Brady Bunch movie on 21 Jump Street. Oh, the, the biggest one that we did it surprisingly didn't really mention about mm. the Brady Bunch is that they're they're in high school. The characters are made most of the characters are in high school. Yes. <laughs> like a lot of <laughs> a lot of the scenes in the Brady Bunch movie take place in the high school that they go to. Mm-hmm. And, so uh, showcases people's reactions to the Brady kids in particular. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we talked to death about that being the running joke in 21 Jump Street, where they're clearly 35 years old going back to high school. Yeah. But, like, the Brady kids. The, what's up? Yeah. Um, obviously, the same thing there. Jennifer Elise Cox, who plays Jan Brady, is the oldest of the kids, as far as the actors go. Really? Yeah. She is... Uh, let me double check. She was born in November 1969. Christine Taylor was born in July 1971. So she's two years older than her supposed older sister. Wow. Yeah. Um, but she had already played parodies of Jan Brady specifically in like different off-Broadway productions. There was like a, an unauthorized musical parody of the Brady Bunch. <laughs> she had... Um, partly because she does resemble Eve Plum, but also she had nailed down so many of her physical tics <laughs> and exaggerated them so well that I can't imagine either of these movies without her. It's one of my favorite comedic performances of all time. She's, she's, she's so the funny. best in both movies. Yes, she is hilarious. And obviously, Jan Brady is a very important character, at least to me, being a middle child in a family of girls. Um, yeah, 
Is it this movie that RuPaul tells her that she has... Yeah, it's this movie. RuPaul tells her she's got middle child syndrome. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously she's schizophrenic and all that. But, like, <laughs> she got... Jan Brady is in pop culture mm-hmm. known as the... It's it's Jan Brady syndrome. She is middle child the syndrome. middle child. She's but, not even the only middle child in the show, but she is somehow the middle child. Like, her name is now synonymous with middle child syndrome. Yeah. So, it's and amazing. Any, yeah. And anytime you talk about sisters having a rivalry, you can't help but say it's the Marsha and Jan. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Do you know how many times Jan Brady said the line, Marsha, 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 in the original TV show, the entire Once. run? Once. I have to say, though, last week we did talk about the decade night of it all. Yeah. With especially 21, not 21 Jump Street, because that was never on Nick at Night, but with the Brady Bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, that I remember that being a co- part of the commercial mm-hmm. for the Brady Bunches, where they're like, uh, eight, uh, blah, 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 where is the Brady Bunch hour? Marsha, Marsha, Marsha! Like, yeah. they, I think they're the ones that also, like, kicked that one into high gear. Oh, yeah, yeah, they definitely played on it. Um, I, I think part of the success of the original TV show, and to be clear, the show was not considered a success during its run. It barely got renewed, and it only ever got renewed for half seasons after the second season because it was barely getting the ratings to get renewed. And then two months after it ended, it went into syndication, and that's when it got popular. Uh, how long? How many seasons did it last? We didn't Five. say that. Oh, it two lasted five seasons. What's that? It two lasted five seasons. 21 Jump Street lasted five seasons. Oh, okay. Sorry. I didn't hear what you said at first. I just heard two seasons or five seasons and I was like... It two lasted five seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Sorry about that. Um, But how many episodes did they have? Oh, goodness. I did not... Let me Google that real quick. You had one job. I didn't think it would come up. I thought five seasons would have been sufficient. Six seasons in a movie! <laughs> Six seasons, 117 episodes. Damn! Mm-hmm. And Oof. it got popular when it went into syndication because then it played earlier in the day and kids and teenagers were watching it after school. And there was mm. something as cheesy as it is, and it was considered cheesy even at the time, there was something very endearing about its sincerity that attracted a lot of people. And I think a big thing that attracted people was Jan Brady specifically, because you, I can't think of a show at that or any other time, an American TV show that really showed what it was like to be a middle child and to have an older sister that you were constantly getting compared to. The little one gets to be cute, and the, the bigger one gets to be smart and pretty, and where the hell do I fall into this? And I think a lot of people really related to that. I think Jan Brady really is the reason this show is so legendary. So Thank you, Eve Plum, if you're listening. Oh my god, I love you, Eve Plum. <laughs> um, and Maureen I, McCormick, we also love you too. I oh mean, my god, yes, and Susan Olsen. And Susan Olsen. Fuck the boys. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I really do think that, in general, the Brady girls are the reason this show is successful. I don't think anybody really cares about the boys that much. Um, and I mean, there were plenty of family sitcoms that had boys and brothers. And I mm. think it was really the girls that were more of a hook. And the fact that they had different storylines than just... Like, I know that... In this movie, also, one of the running jokes is Marsha and her dates and all that, and how <laughs> yeah. the boys gawk at her. Is it this one that they go to the prom or the dance? Yeah. Yeah. They go to the dance in this one, and she has two boys that she's going with. Like, I know that that was probably a few storylines for her, but she also had the broken nose. She had, mm-hmm. they had, they, they entered the song they did enter a song contest, right? Yeah. They formed a family singing group in the show and were featured like on local TV and stuff like that. Yeah, so like you had these girls Mm -hmm. having storylines that aren't just about boys and boy crazy. Right, and they were allowed to be insecure. 
and, and deal with insecurity on TV, especially about their looks or about not having the right personality and, to be popular. And I'm trying to think of like shows that came out around the same time that featured young girls. The only one I could think of is the Partridge family, which had Susan Day, but she was like perfect. She was like, and then you had the, aspire to be. Then you had the younger one that was kind of on parallel to Cindy Brady. Yeah. Where whereas, she was just little and cute. Yeah. That's, that's so, her whole thing. So we thank you writers for giving Jan Brady and the Jan Brady's of the world a voice. I don't really have any other similarities besides what we talked about last week. Yeah, there, there's a prom, but the prom plays a very different part in both movies. because. Oh yeah, there's, there's a school dance. Yeah. That, that's under the umbrella of like, we're in school. High school, yeah. Yeah, and, and it's the climax for 21 Jump Street for the Brady Bunch movie. It's just another sequence before the actual climax. Um, so for differences with the two of them... Ooh. I, I can start right where, right at the very beginning. It takes a while for them to like lay down the premise of 21 Jump Street. And with the Brady Bunch movie, it is like the first two minutes. It shows right, you. Right, it's their, instantaneous. Yeah, they show you their devious neighbor and the grunginess of 1990s LA and then the Brady Bunch. <laughs> right, with, the, with the, the title sequence from the TV show. Yeah. Um, I also have that, I feel like Jan is the only one in the family who has some sort of personal growth in the movie. She has the most growth, I should say. Yeah, yeah, especially personal, because if you want to talk physical, it's Peter. What do you mean? <laughs> but like, yeah, she, she's the one who has a clear arc. And then obviously, Janko and Schmidt, like both of the characters, yeah. have their own journey that they have to go on we should give more love to, to jim street movie shady i know you love brady bunch yeah. <laughs> no but, they're great i i love any movie that prominently features a good bromance uh, the jump street movies are excellent for that yeah also um, like second best possible use of channing tatum is the jump street movies Magic Mike's the first? Magic Mike's the first. I love when Channing Tatum plays... Oh, wait! Channing Tatum is also back. Another one that's back on the podcast. Welcome back, Channing Tatum. Oh, yeah. Hi. I love when he's in weird movies like Jupiter Ascending, <laughs> and I was like, wait, we did that movie. <laughs> like, that movie talking about that movie feels like a, a fever dream. Because <laughs> it is. <laughs> but... Um, I like when he doesn't take himself seriously. Yes. Like, he's it, we, extremely funny. And I think for a good portion of the early part of his career, people kept trying to make him a serious action star and it, make him funny. He's good at being funny. Like, if you follow the career of Dwayne The Rock Johnson, but with him, but and don't make him, you know, blow up his body like Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Um, I mean, this is kind of a special feature, but I'll throw it in now. Uh, he originally passed on this movie. <gasps> Weiss. Oh, Channing. Jonah Hill had to convince him to take the role. I'm glad I, he did. Because I think Jonah Hill wrote it specifically for him in mind. Good. Yeah. And this is great because, you know, without this one, we don't have 22 Jump Street. Did you like that sexy segue? <laughs> 22 Jump Street where... Obviously, okay, so obviously both movies, all four movies very different from each other. <laughs> yes. You know, Surprisingly, they, they, they... there's a lot of like comparisons with the sequels yes. in the first movie. Mm -hmm. I agree. Because obviously we have a sequel where it's like, what are we going to do now with these characters? Right. Um, let's add more new characters to them. Do the same thing, but make it funnier. <laughs> yeah which is basically what they say the whole movie of 22 jump street yeah personally i think both I, I can't think of many comedy sequels that i really like for the same reason that they keep laying out in 22 jump street which is that they're typically the same thing over and over again which means the same jokes and when you're doing the same jokes it's not funny it's funny the first time because it surprises you it misdirects you it's not funny the second time 
because it loses that element. I think both of these franchises do a good job of doing different enough jokes that they hold up really, really well. Yeah, and at least on 22 Jump Street, they had the meta thought to call themselves out on that, to be like, we're doing a sequel. Clearly mm-hmm. we have more money. Yeah. Yes, we're picking up where we left off. Yeah. It's, it's the exact same case. It's the exact same movie. Exact same case, exact same movie. Right. But I feel like the jokes in that one, aside from the meta ones, right. No, were a little more advanced than they were in the first one. I agree. It feels like they they were able to tweak the relationship between Jacob and Schmidt so much better. Um, like, I love their bromance in the first one. I think they're my favorite romantic couple in film history. Yeah, they're my favorite romantic couple in film history in the second one. I love, yes. I love their little rom-com happening. But I found the big thing that was a comparison in both move, in both sequels mm-hmm. is that the characters go on a trip. Woohoo! Woo! Which is funny. So I did, I, I took the timing of it because I, oh. I am me. So with the sequel, a, a very Brady sequel, that is like the whole marketing campaign of the, is the Hawaii trip. Yeah, the poster is, is them on a surfboard. And, I, and I, I remember a lot of the trailers at the time were of them going to Hawaii and everything. They're only in Hawaii for 11 minutes and 24 seconds. Yeah. The rest of it is in, it's in LA, I think. I yeah, mean, they're, they're still they're in LA, in but LA. they never really said they're in LA in the yeah. second movie. Oh, wait a minute. That's the thing they... Uh, both of these franchises have in common they're based in LA yes all of them all of them are. <laughs> um and then in 22 Jump Street they go on spring break in Puerto Mexico and that one is longer mm-hmm. it's 21 minutes and five seconds so you've got a whole 10 minutes more whoa Boom, 21 as in 21 Jump Street what but also they did beef up a lot of the marketing uh a lot of it was marketed around the spring drake spring drake spring break trip uh the poster was them with the sunglasses and the sun's out guns out t-shirt right so again so that's the that's the other thing like their marketing Mm -hmm. was about well i feel like with that one though it it reads more college they're clearly Mm -hmm. saying that we're not doing high school we're doing college now right with the Brady Bunch, though, I was kind of expecting that whole, what was, what was it, like three episodes that they did in Hawaii or five uh, episodes? Yeah. It was a three, three-parter. I was expecting that. Not <laughs> a, I'm going to abduct my, my co-worker's ex-wife, bring her to Hawaii to sell the fucking elephant statue. It's a horse, not an oh, elephant. the horse. Sorry, and I the love- horse. I love that they place so much value on that horse because it's such an ugly prop and it was always an ugly <laughs> prop and it was so prominent in every shot that took place in the living room, which was always half the episode's minimum. It was always that <laughs> ugly fucking horse. And then finally this movie was like, you know that ugly fucking horse that everybody thinks is terrible looking? It's worth millions of dollars. <laughs> and, and there's another one. there's another one thank you for justifying it and also making it a gift from carol's first husband (laughs) the professor the professor um (laughs) that was only supposed to be a three-hour tour and now the minnow is lost god damn i love this movie (laughs) i didn't laugh as hard at this one as i did the first one i'm not gonna lie to you that's fun. I personally prefer the sequel. Um, but well, you prefer I, both sequels, right? You, yeah. I remember you saying, telling me that you loved 22 better than 21. Yeah, I do. I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but very close and very much with the acknowledgement that the sequels don't work without the premises laid out by the first ones. Um, I also wrote down that both sequels have untimely gay jokes. Yes. Which, uh, (laughs) that whole car rental place (laughs) sequence 
I was just sitting there and I'm like, oh my God, why? You're not funny. Why? Just, just, next scene, next scene, next scene. <laughs> I think it's funny. It's so stupid. Um, and clearly, you know, we have talked about the, the romantic relationship. Um, oh, oh, the, the one thing that I can really do without in 22 Jump Street are all the prison rape jokes. Oh, yeah. Not a fan of that, personally. That can be left out. Rob Riggle, you found the line. Come on. I just, I just love how Dave Franklin is so bored. He's like, kill me. Uh, Get me out uh, of here. <laughs> I can't do this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't care much for those jokes in 22 Jump Street. And both movies had recurring secondary characters. However, only two return in the pretty sequel. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, Dakota Johnson was too busy going to the Red Room of Pain to do the Jump Street sequel. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, I mean, it was probably better for her career because she was not famous when she did Jump Street. And But like, they brought Junior Junior back. Yeah. Whose name is never said, by the way. Yeah, you gotta look in the credits for that one. You have to look in the credits. And I'm just like, Junior Junior? Or is it J or JR? <laughs> I think it's Junior Junior. Junior Junior? Oh, shit. In, in, instead of a third, she's a Junior Junior. Oh, my God. That is so stupid. I love <laughs> it. Is there anything else that you want to mention? Oh, wait. Three of these four movies feature somebody taking drugs and then having a trip. Yes, I forgot. I, wrote, I did write that down. <laughs> And notably, both of the sequels, the trips are extremely colorful and take place in, I don't want to say it's animated in 22 Jump Street. It's like with puppets. An alternate reality? Yeah. A higher level? Unintended? It's not shot with live action people. Yeah? No, I don't know. Well, it's interesting that that trip serves more as a metaphor Mm -hmm. for the overall story. Yeah, of all three trips we're talking about, that one actually functions really well within the story. It's not just a one-off joke. It's not just a trippy sequence. It's here is what these characters are going through emotionally. Well, and then the first movie... But with puppets. And then the first movie, if you remember, Janko claims that uh, HFS tastes like Cool Ranch. Yeah. And then they bump into Rob Riggle, who is eating Cool Ranch Doritos. Yeah. So a subtle nod to like... A tiny clue, yeah. Here's a... Here's a no, not a tiny clue. A big one. <laughs> this is it. This is the answer, guys. Well, I mean tiny clue in that they never clue in on it. Right. It, it doesn't actually come back in the movie itself. We watch... We watch two uh, mystery movies and all of a sudden we're fucking Watson and Holmes. <laughs> um, whereas the Brady Bunch movie, uh, a very Brady sequel, it's not a main character who goes on the trip. It's the villain and it's not something that sets up. Okay, that was funny. I'm not gonna it, lie. That oh my God. Scene. It's hilarious. It's also great because there was the Brady Kids TV series, which was a cartoon series, which was tremendously trippy. Oh my God. And that's what he enters. He enters the Brady kids. Dirty. <laughs> do you want, do you um, want to rephrase that, Shady? He enters the series, the Brady kids, the Thank cartoon you. series. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, which is like just another great fun nod to four Brady Bunch fanatics who have watched every iteration of the Brady Bunch like me. <laughs> Um, (laughs) but it's also it's not a setup to anything the way the Jump Street ones are it's a payoff to the fact that he had the mushrooms and that Alice didn't know what they were and then of course Alice also eats some of it and then sleeps in the fridge I love that I (laughs) part of me was also expecting her to be baller and just be like night guys I'm going to bed nothing affects me Alice. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm Gangster Alice. <laughs> My favorite is the names of the drugs in both the Jump Shoot movies. Holy fucking shit and Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I Holy love the joke and... about how you can get Wi-Fi anywhere on campus for free. Are you talking about internet? <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's so good. Uh. I love, I love that movie. Thank you for making me watch it. You're welcome. I'm surprised you hadn't seen it before, but I'm, I'm very happy you liked it. When I like talk about them more as a bunch, I did that just for you. <laughs> I love you. And um, I'm also exasperated by you sometimes. <laughs> do you want to like just compare the movies together? And then be like, the Brady's did this. The Jumps. Obviously, we've talked about what both movies have done together and separate mm-hmm. like, in their respective franchises. Mm-hmm. Um, do you wanna? Do you have anything about all four of them? Like some points that happened in all four of them? Like you mentioned the drugs in the three of them. Right. I don't think there was anything really besides L.A. being a running theme. Yeah. And how out of place they are which is the joke in all four of them. Right. Is there anything else you want to talk about with these movies? I mean, I guess going back to the casting of Channing Tatum as an overtly comedic character, uh, we can also mention that Gary Cole, before being cast as Mike Brady in these movies, was not known for comedy. Really? Yeah, he did not really do much comedy or anything. Uh, he did more dramatic stuff. Um, and then these movies show that he could be really funny while being really sincere at the same time. And now he's pretty much only known for comedy. Yeah, because I was like, office space. Right, yeah. That's what he's most known for these days. Um, but before this, he did like a lot of, I think he did like a lot of more like thriller type stuff. Like kind of not Oscar caliber stuff but more serious stuff than the Brady Bunch movie. Oh I wrote down that in the sequels of both movies that the characters are like their characterizations are blowing up even more than they were in the first movie. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Even even Ice Cube's character. Wait, speaking of, because you time things, did you time how long it took for Jenko to realize that Schmidt fucked the captain's daughter and for him to finally stop singing it? I didn't. It is, that was like a good minute or two. Yeah, no, it was exactly a minute. A full 60 seconds. Of him running around. <laughs> of the timer going off in his head and going, oh, and then finally... The captain pointing the gun at him so that he'd shut up. <laughs> I also wrote that the kids didn't, the characters didn't really grow from the first movie. Granted, 22 Jump Street is supposed to take place like literally right after 21 Jump Street. Right. But they, they switched their roles where now Schmidt is the jealous one. Yeah. There's no, like, oh, well, you were jealous when I was popular, so I get it. There's no, mm. there's, if they're being meta, there's no meta-ness about that. But I felt like in the very pretty sequel, the kids are still little shits to Jan. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, Jan. <laughs> I love that actress. I forgot her name already, but. Jennifer Elise Cox. I love her. She's incredible. She's so funny. Fucking amazing. Just okay. the way she like twitches her head in the first one while she's listening to the voices. <laughs> or she's got the head sway down for the hair when she's walking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's... good. I wonder if she had to teach the other kids how to walk because the, all the kids have do that. If you, from my memory, or I'm just thinking of the movies. Uh-huh. They all had that swaggery sway to their walks. Yeah, they, they did have uh, a peculiar walks. 
<laughs> I don't know, like, if that was, like, because of the AstroTurf, baby, that they had to walk <laughs> Or the shag carpeting. <laughs> they never had a smooth surface to walk across. Do we have, do you have anything else you want, you ha want to say? Um, no, I'm trying to think, because we talked a little bit about some, not all, but some of the other TV shows that are referenced in the Brady Bunch movies. Could you think of any TV shows that are referenced in such a way that it places the 21 Jump Street movies in the same universe? Not just where they mention a TV show. I mean, it seems like they're awesome. It's not a TV show. It feels like they're making fun of action movie tropes as well. Mm -hmm. Even sequels to action movies that have a bigger budget. Mm -hmm. They're like, we have a bigger budget. Don't, you can't blow anything up because we don't have a budget anymore. It's like they're only hitting the expensive stuff. <laughs> like, yes, that, that is something that, that happens in every action movie. Let's be real here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you got to um, shoot the money. You paid for that. That big fancy prop, you gotta blow it up. <laughs> Otherwise, why did you buy it? But I can't think of anything specifically okay. that they're referencing. Can you? I can't with the Jump Street movies, but I did want to point one out that we missed for the Brady Bunch. Oh, Jesus. These movies take place in the Tommy Westfall universe. Do you know what that is? No. That is the theory that um there are a bunch of shows that through different characters that have crossed over or different props that get reused or different things that get referenced all exist in the same universe as the series saint elsewhere which infamously ended it was a, a hospital drama a medical drama and infamously the final episode revealed that the entire thing took it was place. a dream it was a young autistic child named tommy westfall had a snow globe with a hospital in it, and it was all imagined by him. And there are a lot of shows that did crossovers with that show and then did crossovers with other shows. So there's this whole expansive universe where like dozens of TV shows theoretically all take place within that young boy's imagination. I hate you. And so do you so remember? Much. Do you remember in a very Brady sequel when Mike goes to the LAPD because he wants information on Roy's background? Oh my god, the Law and Order segment, yes. So that was actor Richard Belzer. They never actually say his name, so this is still theoretical, but it's shot in the same way as Homicide, Life on the Street, where he played Detective John Munch, and Detective John Munch is a character who famously has crossed over into a bunch of other shows and he's one of the main keys to the Tommy Westfall universe. So presuming that that is who he's playing in a very Brady sequel, these movies take place in that universe, which also places Gilligan's Island and I Dream of Jeannie in the same universe. Suck I'm it, so Marvel. I really hate you. That is just... <laughs> is it your I need to enriched for having learned that information. End call. <laughs> Special features. Let me hear some of that good time music that I love to hear. I got plenty of blues and sort of bad news and I need to find yourself If you've listened to this podcast before, then you already know what this is about if you're new. What we do with each episode, we split the movies between the two of us, and we each do further research on our assigned films. So obviously, given that I've been giving lots of extra information on the Brady Bunch movies... I have the Brady Bunch to look up. I've <laughs> <laughs> no. inverted your expectations. No, we, I, we were nice to each other. Well, we were nice to Shady. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I was being nice to you because there is nothing you can say about anything having to do with anything Brady Bunch that would surprise me. I already know everything there is to know about the Bradys. Well, we forgot to mention, Shady, that you're recording this wearing Jan's Afro wig. <laughs> Playing with the football that... 
Peter throws uh, on Marsha's face. And is that the? Sorry, go ahead. Is that the horse in the background of your <laughs> suit? Oh my God! Do you know how much I would pay to have that horse prop? Twenty million dollars or whatever. If I were like an eccentric millionaire. That is what I would spend my money on. <laughs> like that it is has to be I, from the TV show, not from the movie. No, I'd have both. I'd have the matching set. <laughs> Unless they use the one from the TV show for the movies. I actually don't know. I couldn't find anything about that, and I did look it up, but not that hard. Fair. <laughs> I did after a while. Why don't you? Uh... So <laughs> we're we're gonna be doing both of them, friend the movies in our respective franchises. Yes. Just for you, the listener. Well, I'm gonna have I'm gonna struggle with this one because I think I said almost everything I wanted to say. Oh no! Um, but I can go more into the show. Yeah, our our podcast, our rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you really wanted me to, I could start listing every single individual reference to each individual episode. I'm not going to do that. That would take a long time. Is there, were there any small references that casual viewers of the TV show like myself mm-hmm. would not have picked up on um, that you noticed? Yeah. Well, what, was the, what was the one? The cartoon, like the cartoon. I didn't pick up on that. There are things like, you know, at one point the chalkboard in... Uh, the kitchen where they always, Alice always writes down the menu for the day. You know, there's a point where she writes pork chops and applesauce. And that's a reference to one episode where Peter does a bogey impression where he goes, pork chops and applesauce. <laughs> and apparently Christopher Knight, like, still gets people requesting him to do that all the time. Oh, Christopher Knight. He's pretty hot. Oh, uh, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I do not argue with you on that one. Right. I already said most of the stuff, like I said before, most of the stuff I wanted to say about the movies. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit more about the show because I do love it. Part of what I love about it is that this spun off into a dozen different things. After the show ended, they did a variety hour with most of the cast and a new jam because Eve Plum didn't want to be in it. They did a TV special, like, mini-series where it's called The Brady Girls Get Married and Jan and Marsha have a, 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 a dual wedding. Is that what it's called? Two people yes. getting... Okay. But Eve Plum came back for that one? That is the only, like, continuation thing that has the entire original cast in it. Um, because they also did a very Brady Christmas where Susan Olsen wasn't available, so they replaced her as Cindy. Um, there was a plan to do an hour-long, more dramatic uh, TV show sequel series called The Bradys, which would have followed all of the kids and their respective families, as well as Mike and Carol as grandparents. There was recently a reality series that I haven't watched, and I I probably should because I'm not really sure how it works, but they refurbished the Brady house with all of the actors who played the kids. What? It's like the Property Brothers and a bunch of like other HGTV type people bought the Brady house, which is impossible, first of all, because there are two Brady houses. There was one for the exteriors and one for the interiors. I don't know which one they bought. The interiors was not a soundstage? It was a house? No, it was a soundstage, but it was built based off of a house, a real house. Gotcha. Sorry, I did not make that clear enough. I apologize. That is fine. I'm just, I'm also an idiot. No, it's okay. No, I didn't say it correctly. Um, So my apologies for misspeaking. And then apparently they like refurbished the whole thing to look like the Brady house in the show, which I don't even understand because one of the running jokes in the, like about the show is that the interiors cannot possibly exist in that exterior house. Like, it doesn't make any sense architecturally. Yeah, because the exterior is a ranch. Yeah. And, it and the has, interior is it's two, two story. Four. Yeah. So Three have, stories, because they yeah. have the attic. Mm-hmm. That they later find. <laughs> Which, again, is based off of a plot from the TV series. 
there's no like when you look from the outside or even on the models from the movies where is alice's room <laughs> it's a secret portal it makes no sense besides besides the refrigerator where's her room <laughs> it's extremely confusing mc escher designed that house <laughs> <laughs> There's also, I love in the first movie, there is a reference to how weird the family is because nine people, one bathroom, they only ever showed one bathroom on the show. And then somebody says, I went in there, no toilet. They never showed a toilet on the show. It's true. I, is it the first, it's, it's the first movie? Yeah, it's the first movie where Alice sneaks out in her BDSM gear. <laughs> But like, but like she's by the stairs where's her room oh where is she sneaking out from it makes no sense do you know the name of that reality show by the way did you say it i don't remember it's called a very brady renovation because of course that's what it's called oh my goodness it was released on my birthday last year happy belated birthday a year ago <laughs> thank you um, but yeah, it's got the, those are the property brothers, right? Drew Scott and Jonathan Silver Scott. Do I don't know. They look like twins. They sure do. Yes. This show, for something that barely got renewed for five years, has just become such an outrageous franchise. You were going to say something? Maybe that renovation show has your horse. <gasps> I should watch it. <laughs> And that's when John lost Shady forever. <laughs> oh, my God. oh my God, wait, it does look like they have the horse. <gasps> I don't know if it's the same one or if it's like a replica. Oh my God, it's so ugly. I want it so bad. <laughs> I want one. Do you have any other <laughs> trivia um, things that you want to mention? I'm just going to move it all along to you. Groovy, because I found some fun stuff. Okay. Uh, uh. So I didn't, I purposefully didn't mention this because I was waiting for some special features. Fugazi and Junior Junior in the first movie, so our good friend Dakota Johnson and Junior Junior, um, <laughs> whenever they're seen gloating about their busts are references to cases in the TV show. <laughs> oh, okay, that's good. The busting a prostitution ring and the chop shop. <laughs> <laughs> That happened in the TV show? Great. I know I spoiled whenever about Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp's character um, at the end, but a clue for that it's him is that every time you see that gang member, mm -hmm. he's always eating, which is something that Johnny Depp's character in the series did uh, several times during each episode, often during a vital plot scene. Hmm. So, hmm. yes, that one I found from I I called from IMDb, and I found more from IMDb on Twenty Two Jump Street. You're welcome. Um, another cameo that has nothing to do with the Jump Street franchise is Diplo. <laughs> He's the mm -hmm. DJ on the Spring Break Beach. <laughs> <laughs> I did notice that. Um, Diplo real big behind him. Yep. <laughs> um, so, you know the Lamborghini, the whole Lamborghini the Lambo, comedy, yeah. the Lambo. So I, when sh after Schmidt um, drives the Lambo, he says he felt like Batman. <laughs> mm -hmm. He says that in the movie. Yeah. The the car that Christian Bale drives in Batman Begins is a Lambo Roadster, and the one in The Dark Knight is a Lambo LP640. Hmm. So for our car stands... Hmm. Um, <laughs> so Batman drives a Lambo, Iron Man drives an Audi. I got it. Yes. Great. I want to break down all the sequels at the end because <laughs> the fact that I found is that this ending credit sequence was shot in a day. Great. So you have 
23 Jump Street Medical School, 24 Jump Street Foreign Exchange Students, 25 Jump Street a, a Semester at Sea, 26 Jump Street Art School, 27 Jump Street Culinary School, 28 Jump Street Veterinary School, 29 Jump Street Sunday School, where Schmidt is recast by Seth Rogen. Uh, 30 Jump Street Flight Academy, where Jonah Hill returns and features Anna Faris. Uh, That's the one that I wish really happened. <laughs> 31 Jump Street Ninja Academy, 32 Jump Street Fireman School, thir Jump Street Generations with Booker, uh, 34 Jump Street Return of the Ghost, the, the drug dealer in this movie, mm -hmm. um, 35 Jump Street Traffic School, 36 Jump Street Military School, 37 Jump Street School Class, 38 Jump Street Dance Academy, haha. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, which that's the thing that finally Schmidt is good at something. <laughs> 39 Jump Street, the electronic target game where you shoot dicks. 40 Jump Street, retirement home where they are in old age makeup, which goes against the last episode of the TV series, by the way. Oh. The last episode is uh, like a. Uh, clip episode where their old old men are reminiscing about their days on Jump Street. Oh. But in this movie, in movie, quote unquote, uh, Janko and Schmidt are wearing old age makeup and all and are also played by different actors. Uh, <laughs> 41 Jump Street Magic School, 42 Jump Street Beauty School, 43 Jump Street Mariachi School, and 2121 Jump Street where they're in space. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I know I said that you couldn't do all the references, but like that's shorter than all the references in the Pretty Bunches. Yes. <laughs> and then there are 11 actors who have prominent roles, but are uncredited. Ah, in 22 Jump Street, you mean? In 22 Jump Street, yes. Okay. Uh, Dave Franco, Rob Riggle, Patton Oswald, Will Forte, H. John Benjamin. Queen Latifah, Steve Tirada, Seth Rogen, Anna Ferris, and Bill Hader, as well as Stephen Williams and Rich Eisen. I wanted to point out Steve Tirada because he's in the post-credit, the medical school sequence. Mm. Mm -hmm. He's also part of Quest Crew. The winners of season three of America's Best Dance Crew. Yeah. And he's also a stunt my coordinator. Favorite. Is he so, the one, he was the stunt guy for MacGruber, right? So he's already got an in at least with like Will Forte. I think so. Okay. Did you have anything on the sequel that was proposed but never happened? I didn't see that, no. Okay. This is a Sony picture. Sony has another oh, major yeah, yeah, yeah franchise that they were going to cross over i'm so mad it didn't happen it was going to be jump street and men in black <laughs> um but yeah they i remember being real excited because they announced that they were developing a 23 jump street that was going to be a crossover with men in black and then they canned it and <laughs> how can you do a drug movie in space though I don't know. I'm not the writer. You're not Jonah Hill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. Well, do you want to move along to final thoughts? Yes, please. Okay. All right, John, can you think of any other movies like this? I want to I wanna say Get Smart. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was going like, to say. But like the TV show was even a parody. Right, that's true. So it is different. Well, it's kind of like Scream and Scary Movie at that point. Mm, okay, I see what you mean. Where Steve Carell is more of an idiot. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's like the caricatures in these four movies that we just talked about. Yeah. Yeah, I would also say, we, I, I referenced Dragnet before, it's been a really long time since I've seen the movie though, so I don't remember how much of a parody it is, but it is definitely a comedic take on the show. And then kind of Dukes of Hazard, if I remember. Yeah, there was Starsky and Hutch, 
I didn't see the Baywatch movie, but I'm pretty sure. I heard sure. it was a comedy. Yeah, it was definitely a parody. Like, the trailers, at least, were making fun of the show. Yes. Um, With the bouncing boobies and all. <laughs> yeah. So those are the big ones I can think of. Did we like these movies? I'm going to say yes all across the board. Yeah. Yeah, I think I... Um... If I had to rank them, though, I would say I liked 21, Brady Bunch, 22, sequel. Hmm. Brady sequel. Hmm. I'm biased towards heavily weighting both of the Brady movies. Oh, wait, no. I think I want to do Brady Bunch, the first movie, first. Hmm. 21 and 22 Jump Street share a line, because they go hand in hand. Yeah. And then sequel, Brady sequels last. So I have a Brady sandwich. Okay, okay. And a meat cute sandwich in the middle. Meat cute sandwich in the middle, yes. Great. Would we watch them again? Yes. Yeah. Would we recommend them? Yes. Although, I I think you have, I couldn't find the Jump Streets for free. That's the only thing. I don't think these movies are available for free anywhere. I would definitely recommend them if you can find them watch them or if you have them watch them yeah i I will say that your enjoyment of the brady's is going to increase if you're very familiar with the show but so much of it is embedded in pop culture that you probably understand most of the jokes anyway Mm -hmm. is action comedy yeah great great stuff love it are they actually the same no 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 they just treat the original material in a similar way similar way but they're not the same movie whatsoever. Nope, not at all. <laughs> all right, great. I'm glad we wrapped that up. <laughs> um, uh, if you want to add us, because <laughs> yes, that's please, what the kids do. If you want to yell at me because I didn't like the show 21 Jump Street and I like the Brady Bunch way too much, then you can at me at Cookie O'Shady on Twitter. Or if you think that they're actually the same and we're all wrong, you can yeah. at me at Movies John on Twitter. That's no H with the John. Um, And then if you want to contact us as a podcast and tell us how wrong we are or how correct we are or what amazing reference we missed out on, uh, you can email us at moviedejavupod at gmail.com. It's spelled M-O-V-I-E-D-E-J-A-V-U-P-O-D at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at moviedejavupod or on Twitter at moviedejavu no pod and we're on facebook at movie deja vu pod yes i keep forgetting that we're on facebook i know we we tend (laughs) to forget that sorry it's still new it's a new development still it's our cousin oliver we're trying it we're trying it out (laughs) um and stay tuned for next week where we're gonna watch where i'm gonna torture shady into Mm -hmm. watching minority report and paycheck i'm it's a um, Philip K. Dickathon. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Great. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye. Work hard, play hard. You may not want to quit your day job. Undercover, on the loose, don't let it recognize.